So we've been doing this series leading up to Exponential, um, the conference, and the name of the conference, Exponential on the Verge, really highlighting um, apostolic movements, missional communities, um, and you know, leading up to it, we've been asking, the, what are the seven really questions, what are the burning questions that people are asking? And um, I know you've gotten a lot of these questions. What um, what churches do you know out there that are doing this? That what kind of successes? I mean, you're all over the United States. You're connecting with leaders. You're training them. You're networking them. You're you're really on the front edge of 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 helping churches transition. Of helping church planners start with a missional incarnational DNA. Um, you know, what are some stories out there? What are some churches out there that are doing this that we can say, hey, um, you know, look at look at these or whatever. The, these are some models. What are some, some successes you're seeing? What are some struggles you're seeing? You know, um, before I answer that, I will say, though, I think when you're, when you're talking about this whole thing, I think we do have to fight as much as we can against uh, what we would view as success because at the end of the day, to do this really is more about just being faithful, because we know this is Bible, you know, we know this is the way of Jesus, and there's a lot of times that people will live really faithful, and they don't really see a whole lot of fruit, and we have to, you know, recognize and, and tell people, we're not really after success, we're after, you know, being able to go to sleep at night and know that we lived like Jesus, you know, in our neighborhood. A lot of, even our conversion stories that we often write about, that people go, oh, you know, Adolam, it's just going great. You have to realize most of those stories were two-year, three-year processes with people, and most of the time, it didn't feel like we were getting anywhere. And uh, so the missional, incarnational way, especially in community, you just have to, you have to do it for yourself. You have to decide that's the way I actually want to live, regardless of what type of fruit I see. But, you know, obviously we're seeing and hearing just, you know, hundreds and hundreds of stories from Mega churches that are taking their small groups and reconditioning them back to missional communities. Um, I know you guys at Austin Stone have, have seen quite a bit of fruit in, in that. And so you guys had tons of communities, but you pushed them further. And, you know, you guys have shared stories with us about real life change, real conversion stories. I know, you know, if you just look at Austin, uh, Austin New Church, what Brand Makers doing there um, has been a really cool story of just really focusing on the mission circle and just giving people a mission to the poor. Um, you know, even one lady I think about is a 60 year old woman out of Sioux Center, Iowa, started grabbing our TK primers and grabbing a bunch of old folks out, out in the cornfields of Iowa. And, uh, after about 500 people had come into these groups, they finally had to call their first pastor just to try to hold it together. <laughs> That's so, awesome. You know, I mean, there's wild stories that we're hearing. Um, even missions agencies, uh, parachurch groups that are processing, you know, how do we do more than just outreach? Uh, we're just hearing the same types of stories. So. That's phenomenal. I love the fact that you kind of, I think the danger in even asking the question about success is that we start to focus on that and we start redefining success from success as obedience to the to disciple making and the great commission and you know forming people around the person and work and grace of Jesus and it starts becoming something else you know starts success starts becoming activity or being well known exactly. or having a name or whatever and um, so I appreciate you doing that what what, right. do you, what do you think are some of the you know the dangers 
the the landmine, so to speak, for um, for this whole conversation and where it's going. What what do you think are some of the dangers? Now, the biggest one is that people would uh, look to missional community as a way to keep their church growing, um, and that's honestly probably the most common thing that we see is that people go, "Okay, that seems like that's the new conversation God's starting with the whole church, so I better get on board so I don't miss something." And uh, when you take that approach, you end up trying to program it as opposed to trying to create an actual systemic heart change in the lives of your people. And so, you know, what we try to encourage people is to realize, you know, Jesus told us to go make disciples. All a disciple is is somebody that's like Jesus. And that is a hard, lifelong struggle. And so you never really get to the end of this to where you go, oh, we've got this cranking at our church. Every person that would ever come into our church have to recognize our job as spiritual leaders is to help them to become more like Jesus. And sometimes that could be a 10 to 15 year process. Sometimes it's six months. Um, but you just can't program the way of Jesus. It is a, literally, it's a counterculture movement that happens in the hearts of your people. And then as their hearts are, you know, changed, then they begin to behave differently. Um, so I, you know, that's our encouragement is you have to decide what you have to be faithful to. And if Jesus never asks us to plant churches or even, you know, he's never going to hold us accountable to how much we grow our church, but he is going to hold us accountable to, did you do all you could to create people like my son who gave his life away for people? And, you know, that will radically shift, you know, what what is our metrics for success? Um, might even adjust how we make a living, because sometimes to make a disciple, you, you may, may not just be able to get a full-time paycheck at a church. Opens up the door for everybody. Yeah, that's great, bro.